0: Hello, Alex. Hello, Taylor. It's been, been a, a minute. Yeah, no. <laughs> words right out of my mouth. It's it's been it's been quite a second. Um, all right, well, uh, story time, I guess. <laughs> um, so I, mm, uh, how do I start? I I want to I want to first. Let's talk about your brother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never talking about
1: Jordan on the podcast. I'll never talk
0: about Jordan on podcast. Okay, so for those of you like we've been away for a minute, obviously you guys have noticed we've gotten tons of DMs in regards to that. Um we both have had some pretty serious personal stuff going on. Nothing with our relationships, don't at us, but just some personal stuff, family matters, things of that nature going on. Um and so that's why we've been away. However, during our brief intermission two month long intermission, um, (laughs) you're
1: adding us ourselves.
0: Yeah. (laughs) During our brief intermission, um, I had a conversation with Alex's brother because, um, he was a little hurt by our first episode. Um, obviously understandably, like I get it. I understand, you know, I said some hurtful things. Um, I also want to make sure that everyone knows that I'd only met Jordan one time prior to that episode airing yeah and i think that's where the confusion
1: came in because he's like wait why the fuck is taylor hate me so much well yeah and
0: then having people message him be like what'd you do to this girl and i mean i think i'm funny you (laughs) clearly think i'm funny because you're you know on your my co-host yeah but like in any case like he did not think i was funny (laughs) like he was like it's not i didn't laugh (laughs) once and so crowd yeah so i ended up alex and i had our first fight that's really that's really the reason why we were on the hiatus because alex and i fought
1: it was about 10 minutes yeah
0: (laughs) um but so I ended up reaching out to him and apologizing to him. As you know, I called him and was just like, "Hey, like I'm really sorry. Um, I didn't know I meant to hurt your feelings, offend you, or anything like that. It was just humor. Obviously, it didn't it didn't fall, it didn't land well." Um, we had a conversation. I want you to also know that during this conversation, he doesn't. He still does not think I'm funny because I literally like there were so many opportunities for me to joke, and I wasn't able to. And um, because again, I was trying to be professional put my best you know professional face forward um talking to him and so one of the things that he said during that conversation because I was like I'm never talking about you on the podcast again he was like listen if you do it's fine just let me know in advance and it took every ounce of me to not make a Kanye Swift or Kanye Kanye West Taylor Swift reference in that moment (laughs) like hey Jordan I'm gonna let you finish yeah you know call me before you tell the world I'm a bitch but in any case so um I just also want to say that I reached out to him prior to this story time because I wanted to make sure like he was good like we weren't gonna have any issues I don't want to make another phone call yeah hi Jordan um so (laughs) so that happened literally like a week later Andrew and I were at Kohl's we walk into Kohl's or and he's walking out now mind you I didn't know that it was him because again I've only met him one time Mm -hmm. so he's like hey guys and I'm like who the fuck oh (laughs) you chipper son of a bitch yeah yeah, son of a bitch so I'm like again best professional face forward um and he's like you know what are you guys doing we're like oh we're just getting some stuff and then he we're like what are you doing he's like oh I'm on my way to officiate a wedding something happened with his belt I don't know what but really what the story time is about is like how fucked up in the head I am so he's like I'm going to officiate a wedding and I'm like oh sweet and in that moment I went it was like like, you know, that meme with the woman with all like the mathematical equations like spinning around her head yes. like that was me because I was like, what if we like paid off our pastor the day of to fake sick and then we have Jordan just come and marry us, right? Like just in the crowd, like we need a, We need a a, Is there a doctor in the house. Yeah. And then Jordan's <laughs> like, wait, I can do it. You know, I hope he's better acting than you. But in any case, but yeah. And then so I'm like, oh, my God, that'd be great podcast content
1: honestly i think you run with it now
0: right well no but hear me out so i didn't say anything for probably another week and then i voiced this idea to andrew and the look of just sheer disappointment on his face because i literally said i was like it'd be great podcast content anyone that's listening to our podcast that's there will be like holy shit this is amazing and he was just like is my wedding a fucking joke to you (laughs) <laughs> is this a fucking joke too oh. and yeah and but really so the moral of the story is like number one I'm fucked up in the head number two this podcast has destroyed our lives like it like we can't we can't talk to each other anymore like we always are like oh, I have to say it for the podcast I can't tell you like it really me. huh cheese me what's cheese me gossip
1: yeah anytime we have something that we got to talk about or something funny that happened in our lives we have to kind of shut the fuck up and what word are you right- saying
0: cheese me spell that oh I don't fucking know what, what what am I Are you trying bro? to say kismet? What? Cheesmet? I'm so confused. What are you saying? You can't write it. C H I S M E. It means gossip? I
1: bro, I don't fucking know. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, well anyway. <laughs> like what the fuck are you
1: saying? Uh and number three, Jordan's for hire. If you uh need somebody to officiate a wedding. Yeah, so, I heard the last one went really well. Yeah.
0: They're still married. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a hundred percent success rate oh awesome holy shit yeah so I mean anyway like so the, the point being like this is our last episode because it's ruined our friendship it's been it's been a great run um thanks for tuning in <laughs> this this will be the last one bye forever <laughs> all right um okay so Alex can you do me a favor yes ma'am um can you beg me to start the show um in an Italian accent
1: uh-
0: uh, perfect.
1: <laughs> when the podcast hits your eye, like <laughs> <laughs> that's some more.
2: I okay, let's go. dive I into go. this
1: bullshit. <laughs>
0: Is primo, <laughs> primo quality <laughs> intro, Alex. Holy shit! Okay, so really quick, if you didn't notice that our audio quality is substantially oh, better, no, yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew actually bought us a, a mixer. Um, that really should have been my story time, but Andrew bought us a mixer. He bought us brand new mics. He bought us the whole fucking setup. You guys, we're big time now. A fishy. We're like this addy, will addy, make addy, us addy, famous. Addy, addy,
1: addy, addy.
0: This this mixer will make us famous for sure. And that being said. Um, We have a lot of exciting things for you today. I forgot to billboard the show before the intro but it's fine. Oh Oh well. Um, So I'm going to do that now. So we have a lot of exciting things for you guys today. I'm super excited. Alex is mediocre level excited. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) um, we have a very special guest today to talk to you guys about zodiac science, talk to you guys about Sun, Moon, Rising, because it's a really popular topic right now. Hot Everybody is topic, on it. yes. And so, to kind of dive into that and explain a little bit better, and then also we have the same special guest to talk to us about um, breastfeeding versus formula. Um, and so, without further ado, I would like to intro my very best friend, Faith. Hello, hello, hello Faith. Hello, Faith. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Also, I really just okay. quickly want to point out um, that the reason that we're able to have Faith on the podcast with us is because, thanks to our sponsor, Andrew Cheney, um, <laughs> we now are able to uh, phone in through the mixer and, and have phone guests,
2: phone interviews.
0: <laughs> we need a hotline. I talk, to
2: myself. I talk to myself by myself anyways, so it's nothing different for me.
0: <laughs> lovely, lovely. So, Faith, tell
2: us a little bit about yourself. Um. So, like I said, I'm Taylor's best friend. I've known her for, and I guess she's mine too, but
0: um, I've <laughs> known
2: her since high school. And her and I talk a lot about spirituality a lot. And again, more recently, we've had more conversations about our zodiac signs and kind of just, I guess I kind of just slowly start talking about that. But you're also in the okay. Navy.
0: You didn't, like, yeah. I don't know why you don't ever, like, she's in the Navy.
2: She's, a, she's <laughs> I'm a in the seaman. Navy. <laughs> See you women right like we can't say that I mean you can, but it's just not correct. no it's not,
0: but you're in the Navy um <laughs> yeah, very very proud of you um how thank long you have, for your service yes, thank you for your service How long have you been in the military total I'm a little over five
2: years, wow. so not at quite at five and a half but over five wow's been a long it's been a long fifty years actually
0: so. <laughs> um but yeah so I, I like the spectrum of knowledge that we have right now between the three of us in regards to the Zodiac because we have, you know, you who knows quite a bit. Um, we know me or we have me who knows a decent amount. And then we have Alex who's
1: a potato. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Potatoes are tasty though. So
1: I know that I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. That's all I got.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So faith is here to educate you. Yeah, so you can know yourself better, and the audience can know you better.
1: (laughs) Definitely is our last podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like after they hear they're like, I know. Scorpio, half the people like tuned out. They're they're like, like, "Uh, uh." we're over it. Um, so yeah, faith, if you want to just dive right into this world of zodiac signs.
2: Okay, well, let me try and keep it together because I will preface this with like it's. It can kind of just get into this rabbit hole of, like, you say one thing and then you get, like, way off topic. So, I'll try to keep it as straightforward as possible. And then also to just note that, like, I am not, like, I know things, but, like, I am not, like, please don't have high hopes for me out there. Like, don't reach out to me asking, like, if I can predict the future because I can't. She drinks and she knows things, but not everything.
0: These comments have not been approved by the FDA. Yes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: okay so um actually since the last time we talked so I'll gonna go into kind of like your basic um I guess what the personality would be like as per zodiac signs but then I have a little treat that I have a baby astrology book And so I think it'd be really cool to kind of throw in a little bit about, there's more to it, but just a little bit about basic um, personalities when it comes to your guys' kids. Because when I was reading it, I was like, (laughs) I was like, wow, like this is like spot on. So
0: (laughs) She's like, I met your kids and they're trash. Yeah. And I was going to say, so
1: so Faith was here in town last week and she, you know, she's met Aiden, but she got to meet my daughter, Elena. Mm -hmm. Um, this will be interesting to hear what she really thinks about uh, these kids and if it adds up to what what the book says.
0: Yeah, 100%.
2: Choose your words carefully, far, far, But I'm far away now, so I chose that nicely where I was like, you know what, like, I'm far away, so whatever I say, I can't get my ass kicked.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the girl's weekend up is on coming her, right over. <laughs> The blue one. <laughs> the blue one. <laughs> okay. Holy shit! All right. Well, start with Alex because I already know mine's going to be ugly. So start with Alex's. Uh, well,
1: so and real quick, from the individual who doesn't know much about zodiac, I just want to say, like, when I read, you know, fucking Cosmo Girl or whatever, and it shows all of the horoscopes.
0: Who the fuck still gets uh, magazines?
1: This how you got long the it's app? been since I. Oh.
0: What's your sex position based on your zodiac sign?
1: <laughs> if you could be any bread, <laughs> I'd get canned <laughs> fucking crescent rolls. <laughs> so so when I think of horoscopes and I know obviously my date of birth, I go straight to Scorpio, I look at it, I read it and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that sounds like me." Or, oh, "Okay, I could see, you know, what what my daily, you know, horoscope entails for for what's happening in my life. Um but there are other subcategories now that have blown up on social media and I'm fucking confused. So Right. Uh Faith, I just wanted to start with that that maybe you could give us like a high level overview of what those subcategories are so that the other Alex type listeners can can <laughs> hone in and you know be as confused as I am.
2: No, that sounds great actually cuz I was the same exact way it was like I would like look up stuff and I always thought it was really interesting but I kind of, especially over the last year have been really trying, like I've been struggling with my spirituality or just like who I am with mental health, things like that. So I was super confused when I first was really looking into some of this stuff. I was like, like you said, like, what does like my, my favorite flavor of ice cream have to do with my personality? You know, kind of yeah. thing. so again, but if when, you're a Rocky so road Gemini way,
0: because holy shit,
2: <laughs> it's a bumpy road out there. there <know>. So basically, um, I also kind of want to put this out there. I'm going to put out, there's a an article that I read that actually kind of breaks it down really, really well. It's very uh, like easy to understand. I don't really follow them. I don't really even know who the person is that wrote this. It's just something that I have found where I can go. And if I get kind of confused a little bit that I can go back to, um, and it's called Lunar and com. Again, I don't know anything else about them. I don't know if all of their other stuff is good, but there was just one thing um one of the articles is called it's about your big three so like you're talking about the subcategories the big three would be your sun your moon and then your ascending which is your rising sign. so those are like the the three almost like two i can't count today um those are the three biggest i guess uh signs that define you inside and out um to make it i guess a little big Easier, so I feel like that article has been really helpful. And I'll post um, that. So um, we'll.
0: Oh, sorry, I'll post that in the uh, like in the description of the episode on Instagram, just so that people have access to it. And I'll put it in the show notes too. But sorry, continue.
2: So we'll just start with that. So your son, we'll kind of break it down first. So you have your son, which is your main sign, which would be for you, Alex. Would you you be a Scorpio, like you stated? Um, and that's what spends the most time in the spotlight, and which is really like your identity, your ego energy. So kind of just what people see mostly on the surface but even maybe a little bit on the inside and then you have your moon which is how you feel under the surface so how you process your own emotions so it's kind of like people might not see you that way which is why like sometimes like for me um, I'm a Virgo and there's a lot of things as a Virgo where I do understand where like I, I fall in that line but there are some things where I'm like There's no way like I am not like Virgos are very organized and very like, you know, I'm clean. I'm just not organized. Like, I cannot organize something for the life of me.
0: Well, let me me interject really quickly because, as someone, sorry, it's a lot of interrupting (laughs) in this episode. It's fine. I'm a Taurus. So, so literally, living, so what's funny is that you have, and we can go into this later. I'm just going to quickly touch on it. Like, you have your compatibility with your zodiac signs, right? So, for Taurus, one of the strongest compatibilities, as far as I know, is Virgo, which is funny because most of the people that I hold closest to in my life, I mean, other than you, you, Scorpio, um, people I hold closest to in my life are all Virgos like my friend my best friend Jared's a Virgo Faith's a Virgo my friend Bree's a Virgo um, a- Andrew the most the podcast daddy yeah <laughs> our our, uh, our sponsor um, yeah so Andrew is also um, a Virgo and I will say that you guys are not outwardly organized people you your systems are yeah. organized like the way that you you do things and the systems you have in your head, like you're very meticulous and very organized. But outwardly, I would not describe you as an organized people.
1: Organized chaos.
2: Yeah. That's literally what it is. Like I should probably get that tattooed on me somewhere. Like <laughs> <laughs> organized chaos because yeah. that's 100%. But in two
0: separate places, the, the two words.
2: <laughs> you know what it means. Nobody else needs. it. She's
0: <laughs> like, but I know exactly where exactly. it is.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make sense to you, but it makes sense to me. <laughs> that's literally like how it goes like i like again we can talk about this later not to like you know make it super crazy but just going off of that um that's literally what it would be like there'd be a mess you know things are everywhere and something like jeremy will be looking for something and i can find it instantly but if it's where it's supposed to be i'll be like i don't understand where is that like this is why (laughs) i hate organizing because i can't find anything
0: (laughs) that's literally andrew literally andrew Yeah, yeah don't touch my literally. shit. I know where everything is. Meanwhile, it looks like a fucking tornado blew through his desk, but he knows right. where everything is. Yep, exactly. Yep. Right. Um, and then so right. that's that's um, so rising. We're we're talking about rising, or no? Uh, Sorry, we're talking about moon. Was, yeah. So we were still moving on. Moon.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your moon. Like the whole point of that was to explain that, like, you yourself might not be able to see. Like, you might feel a little bit differently on the inside. Um, and then you do now to move on to like the ascending rising is, is how other people see you and perceive you. So kind of like maybe something that you do give off and not everything, obviously, because you have your more dominant sign, but it makes sense to where how people can sometimes see, um, maybe how you, like a good quote that they put in the article that I was explaining to you about was, um. It shows how you can react privately and publicly so you might be reacting one way inside and, with your emotions but you'll react from a different way publicly to where other people can see it
1: like covering your pain with humorous memes for the world to see
2: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said let's just hop right on into alex and how she feels about herself deep down so alex like you said you're scorpio yes um so again like you're you're very determined you're very loyal you're very honest brave but then you can also be like secretive and um which again well and that's the thing is because it's always positive and negatives, right but sometimes they're just like misunderstood so just because something seems like a negative word like secretive that sounds bad but ultimately it could just be like she doesn't like putting her personal business out there like she keeps it to herself Mm -hmm. like and some people might look at that as like oh you're just Like you, like they can be offended by that. Right. Depending on who you are, like I say, like something's going on between the two of you guys. Right. Like Alex, even though you guys are really good friends and like, you guys can talk about anything, there's going to be some things that Taylor probably has to like pull out of you to kind of be like, okay, what is going on?
0: She's got my house. (laughs) She (laughs) literally just had this conversation (laughs) yesterday too, which is so funny. Oof. Um no I, I 100% so I just also want to point out that Alex Alex was born on Halloween at exactly <laughs> noon and if there's anything that explains her better Oof. there's not that's it
2: just, so, just so you're saying I could animal. be Alex for Halloween yeah oh no I could be Alex you, for don't, Halloween want you don't
0: want that you don't want that I like you faith you deserve better <laughs> But no, I would say spot on. Like that's,
2: that's definitely you.
1: Yeah. No. And all of those traits, like every time I read something, it I'm like, okay, I could see that for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And it does, it seems super generic. Right. So like, that's kind of where I think people kind of get that skepticism of like, okay, well, like we can all kind of have that. Right. Like, cause there's obviously similarities within signs, but I think what's really good is that once you've dived deeper, you're kind of like, Oh, well that makes sense. Like, maybe if this is how I can communicate better with somebody like again whether you believe in astrology or not it's still nice to see because at some point if you look at this stuff you can be like well you can look at yourself and say well maybe I'm not communicating the way that this person likes to communicate so I can adjust it in this direction right so you can use that in everyday life
1: yeah absolutely okay so so my so. son is a Scorpio and that's determined on my you have a son <laughs> alan
0: oh, oh okay until, until she grows some
1: hair <laughs> it's alan <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, to poor little baby
1: <laughs> he she'll be fine <laughs> okay so i'm a scorpio sun and that's determined based on my birthday of october 31st how do you determine my moon and my rising where where do those come into oh. play
2: Oh, that's perfect. That's actually a really great question. So on the other article, she also has a link to figure that out. Um, but you can really look it up. You can even just say, how do I find out my Zodiac big three, right? You just Google that and there will be like a bunch of different charts that pop up. There will be some that are way more detailed. Um, but again, I don't recommend diving in like headfirst to this whole thing because it's just like with anything that has like a very big belief system where there's so much history and like, and a like literally an infinite amount of knowledge to learn about that stuff. I would just start with like the something very simple where you can like look it up and click on any link and you pretty much, you do have to know where you were born and the time that you were born. So where is in like the location of like the city, not necessarily like, Oh, like I was born at like Kaiser South hospital kind of thing. (laughs) You don't have to know that, but like, you need to know like, like, so your name the date, the time and city that you were born, and then it'll kind of go with that because it's all based off of like where the moon was at that time, and how like how the planets were aligned and everything during that time. so okay. and I know I think we talked about this before is like before, like because I had about a five minute window um, with the exact time that I was born um, because my mom and I were actually born obviously different days. Uh, like we don't have the same birthday, um, but the What's time that, that like? we were born, <laughs> well, I don't know, but it's the funny. time that we were born was similar. Like it was like 1140 something. And so she couldn't remember which one. So like, but for me, when I put in both, it was the same thing. I got the same outcome. Um, okay. Other people though, they might do like an hour difference or even like a 30 minute difference. And it can be completely different. Okay. So, now with that long explanation. That my joke like, was
0: funny because my mom and I have the same birthday. For this-
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I know. I tried not to, like, say too much about it, but then I was like, I also didn't hear the whole joke. So <laughs> it's, it's a ha I didn't laugh. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um,
1: okay. So. so, now
2: moving on to your moon, then. So, yeah. again, this is how you feel under the surface. Um, how you process your emotions so you are a leo um, Leos again are very misunderstood signs Uh-oh. so you're passionate, this you're strong, <laughs> dominant <laughs> um, but you're confident and stubborn which stubborn like again is kind of I'm pretty sure you have stubborn and like two of your signs because I think Scorpios are pretty stubborn too yeah, I would agree. um. <laughs> but like the confidence so with leos a lot of their stuff they're very because they are very confident a lot of people that comes off as like maybe cocky but you're like passionate and strong and that's kind of where that comes in is like how you will see yourself and how you process emotions. so that again might be why you don't like coming out so again i might be making a lot of assumptions so this isn't me trying to tell you who you are as a person but it just makes it easier for me to kind of like get the like to get the point across i guess um but again like if you are a very like to yourself type of person that's going to be it but then some people are probably going to look at that and view you as coming off as like cocky because then to just tie it together you're ascending rising sign so it's how you come off and how other people perceive you is a capricorn So you're very ambitious, persistent, realistic, practical, but you're also sensitive. So some of those together, you're basically going to like consolidate the emotions that you have and keep them hidden. And so other people are going to probably look at that as like, you look like you think that you're better than other people. You might come off as cocky rather than like just confident um and again those are just big differences you know and like some people might look at confidence as like a good thing but other people when they misread it as cocky people like might take that in a different direction so then you have all of these emotions that in your in your mind like in yourself you're kind of like i am going through too much and like i'm not going to put this on somebody else like nobody's going to care about my feelings with this you know so why would i put this out there but then on the outside people are looking at it as like wow she's really stubborn um but she's determined you know or she's like sensitive but why is she sensitive because like she has all of these practical realistic um like traits about her kind of a thing
0: so what's interesting to me is number one I feel like that's you to a t like from an outside (laughs) perspective I'm like yeah that's Alex but I I guess my question is the only thing I don't agree with is like have you ever been called cocky yeah really yeah I've never I've never thought like not
1: (laughs) faith met me one time and she's like this this cocky son of a bitch
2: (laughs) no like no but because she so I can see it because I'm like I will be honest one of my faults is that I have a hard time determining if somebody is being confident or if somebody's being cocky and i'm very much like there's like different reasons but like i'm not judgmental but like i sound like it right now but oh. like um no but like i can see it in the sense because she's very she's sure of what she wants right so mm-hmm. she's very like i know what i want so she doesn't like hold back what she's saying like and i like meeting her you can definitely tell like she even hearing the podcast right like there's no filter there and a lot of people will look at that as like that's cockiness because like there's no filter like she's just saying what she wants to say and like doesn't give a fuck what other people think about what she's saying,
0: basically. It's just so funny to me because like, I wouldn't, I would never describe you as cocky, but I also know you pretty well.
1: Yeah. Well, and it could be in different regard and different aspects of my life. Um, yeah. And, and in an everyday form, I don't think I'm cocky. Right. But when I'm good at something, when I'm confident in my abilities or my answers or my just capabilities of, of all sorts. Um, Yeah. A little cocky. I mean, not to bring my my balls into this, but when I used to bowl, oh my fucking god! I dude. mean, Taylor, I was a good bowler, I'm sure, and I was very confident in my abilities. And bowling in tournaments and bro, we're not gonna get into your weird things. Like
0: one day, one day. Oh my god, it'll be a birthday special.
1: All the weird shit Taylor likes to do in her free time
2: anyway I just, I just I will say though like as for like to speak for Alex I guess a little bit is like my favorite thing was when you know I was only there for a short period of time but somebody trying to hit on her and her response being like I've been with better <laughs> <laughs> like you need to simmer down because <laughs> I can do better than you <laughs> I forgot about that oh no <laughs> So again, I'm like I love it. I'm not judging it, but like for something to get shut down like like that, literally, that's just like yeah, yeah, I've had better.
0: I could do. I I could do better than this. Oh my god, The true though. It's true though. Confident, confident. <laughs> it's just confident. She yeah. Holy shit. Justin Bieber wrote that song about you. <laughs> So this goes out to Alex Katz. Oh man, oh, oh, that was a good one, Faith. I forgot yeah. about that completely.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> I don't know how that was like the <laughs> highlight of the week. <laughs> Strike oh, one fuck. for Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but the Capricorn thing really quickly. That so I know that you haven't had great experience with Capricorns. I know one Capricorn by zodiac title. Like I,
1: I'm sure I know others. Yeah. And I'm really just not a fan of that one
0: Capricorn in particular. So I try not to base I try to base my opinions of zodiacs based on one person, but it is very difficult because I have a strong dislike for Geminis. However, I've I've met multiple to affirm that for me. Do you know what I'm saying? But one started it. I'm not going to say who, but one started it. However, um I I love Capricorns. Most of my exes have been Capricorns and it's I love them or admire them because of their work ethic and ambition. Like, they are realists, but they're also very, like, driven people. Now, there are traits of Capricorn that I don't like. And now that, like, I'm learning more about the Zodiac, I'm like, okay, that makes sense as to why this relationship didn't work. That makes sense why that relationship didn't work. But, however, um, I, I will say that, that I, Capricorn's, I am a fan of Capricorns notoriously
1: put their pee pee in other people.
0: Yeah, actually, you're not wrong. <laughs> Listen, my son is a Capricorn. So Jack the Playa. His name is Jack Wells, Faith. Like, what the hell did you expect with a name That's, like I that? <laughs> very, very, very dapper. But, okay, so I definitely feel like that that fits your description of Alex Katz well. So a
1: Capricorn rising, you see. Yes. So the rising is what others
0: perceive me as. Yeah. So you see Capricorn in me? I do. I would I would almost say So I don't like this is an episode about what I don't like. This should have been my grinds my years. I don't <laughs> like Leos. I know one Leo that's actually like a sun Leo that I like. That's it. I, there's other Leos that I've met and I to this day don't like them. Hmm. Um I think that they're, like she said, like the confidence versus cockiness, like it comes off a little strong. Um, I'm not, I'm not into like flaunting, like that you think you're the shit. Like I'm not, they don't, I don't like that. However, I don't read that off you, but there are qualities of Leo's like that you have that I like. I would almost say knowing you, I see the Leo. Like, now that she's saying, I'm like, yeah, I see it. But it's not the qualities that I don't like. But Capricorn, when I told you what I thought yours were, I'm pretty sure I put Capricorn in there because I was like, your work ethic, like, that's the thing that stands out to me. 100% I see Capricorn, mo- mo- mostly based on the work ethic and then the drive and the ambition. Like, that's that's where I see it the most. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I do. Thanks, you don't see it? Thanks, Taylor. I, I don't know enough about it. I'm I'm going to
1: have to,
2: you know, because,
1: yeah, I <laughs> – yeah, definitely look up uh, a Leo a little more closely and Capricorn and see if I can relate. See if I can see how others see
0: what I
1: don't see. What you see?
0: Holy shit, a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Or not. laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess let's move on to me.
2: Move on to Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. There we go. Oh. A Taurus. <laughs> yes. That's so it. again, done. I'll just. <clears throat> <laughs> I'll probably said. again. <laughs> you're a Taurus. it's taylor let's let's move along yeah. um no but really like i guess i'll just do the same thing um i'll probably not pause as much i'll just kind of go down the line and then we can kind of discuss it maybe after we'll see how that works yeah, i'm gonna the for fuck myself. Up and stop it no it's more i'm gonna say it's more for myself okay. because i will like I, I have to like tell myself out loud you know like i said talk to myself so like tell myself like listen just read the damn thing. <laughs> she said, put your Taurus tendencies aside and let me get through this, pal. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Okay. So, like you said, you're a Taurus, it's fun. Um, spotlight, um, ego energy, everything else like that. So as a Taurus, you're very intelligent, um, very dependable, hardworking, dedicated, and but like the biggest thing with a uh, Taurus is you're very stubborn. So very, very stubborn, which of course if anybody knows you knows that you're one hundred percent that. So she's trying her face right now
1: (laughs) because she wants to talk and interrupt
2: you so bad but she's like no i said i wouldn't like but i can hear it i can hear her like i can hear her like neck straining like (laughs) "Ah, (laughs) you're not wrong continue please (laughs) dissect me okay so that's basically it which obviously you are like you're very dependable person you're extremely smart very 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 smart hardworking and dedicated, which I think with those with you, it goes hand in hand um, because once you set your mind to something, you will continue to do it. But then they, of course, like, if it's not working out, like in your favor, you're so stubborn that like you're still going to keep trying to do it in that way, rather than like finding a different way to do it. Like you have to get talked into doing it a different direction or the taking a different definition obstacle. of insanity.
1: <laughs> yeah, me.
2: Yeah, basically. Square peg, round hole. Yeah.
1: I'm going to make this me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so funny that you say that oh my gosh i can't even i can't even do it but when i talked about babies and i talked about like their baby astrology i'm fairly sure that taurus is one of the ones who like one of the analogies that they use for babies and having to figure yeah figure things out is that they're using a puzzle like you have to let them try to put like the puzzle piece in the wrong way like so like you said like a square <laughs> page round hole and then watch them work through it and put it in there the right way so i think that's hilarious Taylor. That said that. oh
0: god aiden's <laughs> fucked she's a taurus and i'm a taurus i'm like no aiden this way <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you really will like you'll see kind of how that works out and stuff okay. uh, so then with your moon though you are a pisces which is how you see yourself um You know, and how you, not just see yourself, but again, it's how you process your emotions. So with Pisces, they're extremely creative. Um, They're empathetic, um, generous, but emotional. And so I think that's when you have such a strong, um, being a Pisces, again, is always, I feel like there's, I, I keep saying this, but I feel like there's a lot of signs that are very misunderstood in Pisces is one of them because a lot of people really think that they're just like these very emotional sensitive people but they just have a lot of emotion like they just have such a strong emotion and processing it so it's kind of like the like when people like will cry when they're angry and it's not because they're crying because they're sad or sensitive it's because they have so much emotion in them that their body is like trying to process like what's going on Mm -hmm. and since this is like your moon sign it's on the inside so you're gonna have all of these very big feelings and these very big like a very big heart that that's how you process the emotions but then where a lot of like the miscommunication would come in which when it comes to like your rising sign being a scorpio um (laughs) you're (laughs) yeah like so inside you mean well inside you have like this big heart and inside you like you know, like you're wanting to, like you're being empathetic and you can, you're trying to understand where something's coming from. But then like as a Scorpio, like you're very, they're determined, they're determined too. So it's like that ties hand in hand, but you're very honest. Scorpios are very honest, like we say with Alex. And so a lot of the time when you tie all of those in together, when what you don't show is like your emotions as much, it's going to come out wrong to other people. So when you filter it through, it's all of that emotion of, like, how you care for somebody is going to stay, like, inside kind of. And you're kind of just going to have word vomit when it comes to, like, expressing things. Or, like, you're going to.
0: A, Jordan Cats.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: No, that's true. Because, like, the one thing that, that and you and I have talked about it before and, I, and I've expressed it to Alex, like, whenever I'm hurt or sad, it comes out as anger it doesn't come out as hurt or sadness. And I've been really working along with me and my therapist, been working very hard <laughs> at, at making sure that when I'm expressing how I'm feeling, it's the actual emotion and not angry Taylor. Mm-hmm. Cause angry Taylor is always right. at the forefront.
2: It's the- like talking. It's like when you talk about talking to somebody rather than at somebody. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of where that comes from. Or like, again, it's one of those things kind of how you actually posted today about how like people, everybody's so different. So like on the inside, you want somebody to match that emotion, and somebody might be able to match that emotion, but you don't understand like why people don't see it that way, like why people don't see your true emotions or like see the fact that you're just trying to be like caring. Um, and it's probably between being like a Taurus and a Scorpio. It's probably because like you have RBF so badly that like that's where that okay. communication comes from. <laughs> hate me or alex like well, i'm, I'm confused at i already told you i'm far away now so i can say whatever the fuck i want she's she's literally sitting it's here okay. she's like
0: both of you honestly <laughs>
2: like, y'all are fucked up you asked me to come on <laughs> you wanted me to tell you yeah. no and i think i think so that this like is literally again even if you don't believe in astrology or you don't believe in a lot of stuff i feel like it's crazy because when you actually just take a second to look at this right and you take a second to be like okay like yeah like like a lot of this sounds exactly like me even if you still are skeptical you don't believe it and you're just kind of like okay well this can be anything i feel like it's still one like you said like if you go to counseling and things like that like you're able to then take a step back and look at how you process your own emotions. You can take a step back and be like, okay, well, like if I come off this way to somebody else, well, then maybe I can fix it this way. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that's why, you know, so-and-so misunderstood what I was telling him three weeks ago at work, you know, like things like that. And then if you do know somebody else, like you said, like, you know, Alex, so like you know how she is as a person and how she is inside and out because you guys, are like best friends. Mm -hmm. But then when you meet somebody else or like for me, I was coming into it like, yeah, did I know that she was kind of like who she was? Yeah, because like you talk about her to me all the time and like I've heard the podcast and stuff like that. But like as an outside person, I'm like, oh like I could see that. But again, it's just a misunderstanding. That's all it is. Is a lot of times people don't like each other because one, a misunderstanding and two just the way you communicate. Like the way you guys communicate is like you just keep missing each other. Like, you're on different levels. And you might be saying the same exact thing, but it's just not coming way. together. Yeah. And if you look at these types of things and look at people's personalities, even if it's other personality tests, right, they have like the a bunch of different personalities, the Myers-Briggs and things like that. But I feel like this is just like a more straightforward way of just being like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm in a relationship with. You know, Andrew, who is this person, I know that he's organized in a way that he wants to be organized, so maybe I don't start a fight with him because this is unorganized. I know that he's trying his best, and he makes up for it because I like this part about him.
1: Or you can use your Zodiac sign as a defense mechanism. Like, hey, man, sorry I didn't take out the trash today. I'm a Capri Sun.
2: So <laughs> a Capri Sun. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm a starburst this morning. Sorry. Just, and I woke up on like the wrong side of the bed. So I'm pretty sure I feel like more of like that, the lemon flavor. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So, okay. So to further, to, to move into the next part of this is I feel like, so with the whole, like, you know, I'm reading my horoscope and, you know, Cosmo girl. And I'm kind of like, oh, like, that doesn't really sound like me today. I almost feel like this was put – okay, like, and we don't have to have a long-ass conversation about this. But I I just feel like almost sometimes I feel like this was put as a way to, like, to dampen how much people call bullshit on this. Because there are a lot of people who are like, I don't believe in zodiac signs. And I feel like the adding, like, the rising and the moon, it's like, well, now you could be three fuck with that tell me tell me I'm wrong now like you know what I'm saying I know it's been around forever but I just feel like again like you guys can do your own research you can believe in it or not I know like I said this is a huge fad on TikTok right now and Instagram and all the things so I feel like it was a good a good segment to do so people know like hey like we're both sitting here going yeah yeah it's relatable
1: Zodiac Bigfoot Loch Ness Monster North Dakota all made made up
2: (laughs) No, it's funny that you say that because I follow, like I said, like I follow people on like super opposite sides of the spectrum and this one guy, um, he's very against that stuff. He's very like uh, Christian, but like rough around the edges Christian. I don't know, but he would like be like, what i hate is i hate the zodiac everything kind of bitch like and he was like Mm -hmm. he was like you know you're talking to somebody and you're trying to get to know them and then all of a sudden you say something and they start laughing like oh my god that's like such a gemini thing to say (laughs) and like it was just and he's like what the fuck does that have to do with anything like no it's just the fact that like i like this and i don't like that it's really that simple like you know and so it's like again i get it this like the people who truly like don't believe in that and that's fine but i thought that it was hilarious because i was like that's so true though like because people really do like there's people that are so far into it that they like every aspect of their life oh, my sister-in-law
0: they- i'm gonna my sister-in-law she's a libra and she is so i think she's a libra leo and she is so freaking like uh, oh, it's a li- Libra, Libra things. Like, Libro. and I'm just like, Libro. It's Libro things. And I'm just like, It's Libro. And I love her, but I'm just like, Yeah, no, she's super into it. Like, and yeah, it's like, Oh, just Libra things. And I'm like, Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> go off, sis. Um, but no, I, like, yeah, there are people that are like that. And I'm not bashing you, Courtney. Don't feel like I'm not bashing you. But I just, it, it is funny because, yeah, you do meet people like that. And you're just like, Sweet. I will say, though, as a Taurus, though, I, I definitely love sleep eating. That's, like, what we're known for, sleep eating. Really?
2: That 100% is, like, sleep eating, eating while we're as sleeping long <laughs> as comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I've literally <laughs> done
0: it. I did it the other day, and I got sick. I, like, literally, like, half woke up and stuffed my face with sweet potato fries on the couch and, like, woke up once I was full and was like, why did I do that? I sleep eat constantly.
1: <laughs> Are you sure that I'm not a... Taurus moon, because <laughs> sorry, I had to look at my notes because uh, I feel like I relate to sleep eating a lot. Oh,
0: like, I love sleep eating. What?
1: Fuck yeah, man! You get all the good parts. <laughs> what Scorpio Scorpio's known for? Because I'm hungry. Being dark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so today instead of going into grinds my gears or going into DMs or whatever, what I wanted to do or what we wanted to do was have a conversation um about breastfeeding versus. Formula, because I know we have a lot of moms on the podcast. Um, So this segment and all future mom segments is going to be called spilt milk. We'll have a sound effect for it, but for now it's. Okay. So, (laughs) so um, Faith is actually a breastfeeding um, counselor. Counselor. Yeah. Counselor, okay. Um, and so I wanted to have an open discussion in regards to breastfeeding and um, versus formula feeding. And we, all three of us have had very different experiences in regards to that topic. I also want to start this um, by saying that I am a firm believer of a fed baby is a happy baby. So, yes, ma'am. And a happy mom is happy baby or happy you know whatever so I do think that it you know take this I know we have a lot of moms listening to this podcast this is in no way meant for you to feel um unsafe to feel attacked to feel anything it's just our different opinions about it um and just just a discussion just friends talking about our journeys and the differences that we've had so
1: absolutely I I just don't want anybody to feel invalidated on Mm -hmm. whatever choice you made you know I I went back and forth with people about like diapers you know I, I had somebody who was just honing in on me using cloth diapers and i couldn't wrap my head around that so right. kind of same concept with breastfeeding versus using formula mm-hmm. like you said at the end of the day the baby is being fed mm-hmm. and and getting uh, for lack of better words the nutrition that they need one way or the other you know yeah. they're not they're not being deprived right so uh take whatever we say with a grain of salt yeah, people, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah.
0: More so, me and Alex though. <laughs> Faith's actually certified <laughs> well, not... in this.
2: <laughs> okay, well we that's just don't my... want a face okay, to be so... mad
0: at us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I I guess it's kind of both because that's what I was gonna preference too with. Like, obviously, with where I stand with it is, I one hundred percent like don't want people to feel like I am like judging any option or like any whatever choice you make because. Like, I believe that if you have the ability to breastfeed, it's the best option out of if you have the choice. But again, that comes with so many different, like, again, your mental health, like you stated, like if your mental health is deteriorating because of what you're facing with breastfeeding, then clearly that's not the best option, right? Right. Like, because you have to be able to be a present mom and you have to be able to take care of your baby outside of just allowing them to get the nutrients from your breast milk um or like if your baby isn't gaining weight you know then that's obviously not the best option but if you're fully capable i strongly believe that like that is the best option but again like we'll get into it more you know throughout this conversation like when i say that it doesn't necessarily mean that i'm like being judgmental of anybody's options like you said like all of our situations have been completely different taylor is my best friend and i've never thought any less of her because she ended up formula feeding you know yeah. aiden and like and that never once crossed my mind so it would never be like any kind of judgmental thing and i prefer that a lot because i strongly believe that like everybody's choice um they like you make that choice for a specific reason and that's oh, and I- nobody else's place
0: well, and I feel like, too, like, as, as a mom, and I feel like people need to understand this and recognize this, like, as a mom, you're going to do what you think is best for your kid in every circumstance. Like, you're going to do what you think is the best situation for your kid, and, you know, yeah, mental health is important in regards to, especially when, you know, like, you know, I suffered through postpartum depression. I don't want to say suffered through, but I went through postpartum depression um, for way longer than I thought, and it took me a lot longer to figure out that that's what was going on, but, you know, it did really come mm-hmm. down to my mental health, because there was a period of time where I felt like I was literally just there like to feed her like I was a cow and like that was like literally my only purpose was to feed her and like I didn't exist otherwise and that was really hard for me to go through um you know because then I you go through the phases of you know when you're in postpartum depression you go through the phases of like feeling like you know, like, the only reason they need me is until, like, I she can't feed for me anymore, and then what? Like, I'm not needed anymore. Like, you know, Andrew comes home and says hi to her first, and I'm like, okay, what about me? Like, I still exist. Like, yeah. you know, and so mm-hmm. it's just there's, I mean, obviously, things that I wouldn't, I don't want to say they're irrational, because I don't want anyone else to feel like I'm saying it's irrational, but, like, obviously, from the outside looking in, like, your emotions are heightened, so it's, like, yeah, like, it's, it's a little, it's a, like, you got to bring yourself back down and be like, hey, like, that's not, you know, accurate, but when you're going through, a mental situation like that, it, it you can't. And I think a lot of people, and that'll be a different episode, maybe sometimes it's a little heavy, but a lot of people don't really understand that postpartum depression isn't wanting to hurt your baby. It isn't wanting to hurt someone else. It's, if anything, I feel like it's wanting to hurt yourself because you just don't feel like you have worth anymore, at least for it's me. It's a lot of mom shame. It's a lot of mom shame and it's a mm-hmm. lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety. And so, um, you know, I just feel like number one, get rid of the stigma behind postpartum depression, but also, um, you know, like if you have to stop feeding, breastfeeding your baby for mental health, like then you have to stop breastfeeding your baby for mental health because they they rely on you like 100%, like you're keeping them alive. And so in that regard, like, you know, we, what we ended up doing was that. And then I stopped because of the stress I was under. I did stop. Well, we had a really hard time period, like from the get go, but I did end up stop, stopping, um, breastfeeding. I think after like two months, just like a month and a half, two months, just because it got to a point where, like, I was overproducing, I was underproducing, my nipples were bleeding, my nipples were raw, um, just, and, it, and I wasn't, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. So we ended up doing our research in regards to um, formula and getting her on the best formula we possibly could and ended up being a goat milk formula. Um And, and she thrived on it, uh, you yeah. know, and she was eating, which she hadn't been for, you know, a couple of days. We had a supplement with the store-bought until we could find something that would, uh, that would would work better for her. So in any case, that was my journey. Um, I did, I did get some shame from some people or people questioning, like, why would you stop that early? I was embarrassed to talk about it. Um, almost embarrassed to talk about postpartum depression just cause the people around me at the time. But, um, I will say that it, it was the best thing that we did and I don't, I don't have any regrets about it. And, yeah. You know, hopefully the next, the next kid goes better. Um, but that, that's just ended up being my journey
1: and Aiden is uh very well taken care of. She you know not, not that you can tell if somebody's affected right. by one or the other. You can't look at a child and know that they were breastfed versus formula.
0: Right. She right. she's doing more than okay. She's really I tall. I think it's the like goat milk. <laughs> I saw her eating grass out back. Like weird <laughs> yeah. side effects, but <laughs> yeah. she's fine. The side effects may <laughs> include eating grass uh Banging, um, you know, <laughs> thinking, ramming their head into other people like just that's of- a Taurus goat. Yeah, tor- yeah, this is, yeah, you know, <laughs> she's a Taurus goat moon. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh shit. What was I? I don't know that I know too much about your experience because I know that we didn't start hanging out immediately after you had Aiden, but I don't know that I ever remember. Oh my god, (laughs) she did this all the time. She's already,
2: she's already pushing her uh, her baby off. Yeah,
0: here, Alex, you can have her. Um, baby swap, (laughs) please. (laughs) So, okay, but my question: I, I don't think I ever saw you breastfeed Elena. So, how long was your breastfeeding journey with her?
1: Yeah, so I breastfed her I want to say about 3 months. That's probably a good round number. So, I had a great experience from the start. You know, I I remember the nurse coming coming in and you know, she kind of held Elena up to me and she's like, you know, this might take a while, blah, blah, blah. And Elena (laughs) latched on right away and started eating. She's loved food since the get. Oh (laughs) my God. She, she has my inner fat kid. Like there was the nurse even commented and she's like, I've been doing this six years. I've never seen that happen. I was like, well, here we go. Uh, so yeah, I breastfed for about three months. Um, I never had an issue producing milk. I never had an issue with my nipples bleeding or getting raw. Like, it, honestly, I was doing very well. Um, and then my world kind of came crashing down. Yeah. I, I had a lot happen uh, in a very short amount of time. And I needed to go back to work much earlier than I expected from my um, maternity leave. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going back to work and just trying to be in the office environment. You know, I... I could have tried to pump but then you know bringing that stuff back and forth it it just it, it was a lot it was draining um and unfortunately going back to work you know your your milk supply feeds off of what your body produces so if you are feeding and pumping constantly your body is you know filling back up and producing that milk in a timely manner and when you stop when you slow down your body starts to think, like, okay, I, I'm producing too much. I need to, you know, take it back a little. And when you stop and slow down and, you know, kind of gradually mm-hmm. get off of that, you you just stop producing altogether. Mm-hmm. And because I stopped breastfeeding, because I had stopped pumping, um, you know, the, the well ran dry. <laughs> and on to formula we went. And I haven't had an issue. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't – Elena hasn't told me she's had an issue, but, right. yeah, nothing, <laughs> things have – Things were just fine. I, I wish I could have done it longer. Uh, it would have saved me a, a quick penny.
0: Yeah, I don't know, it's freaking expensive. It is, uh, yeah. But yeah. you got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah, but no, I, I mean, I, I was very fortunate with my experience. Um, it wasn't a bad experience. It was just outside life factors that, that kind of prohibited me from continuing
0: on. Mm-hmm. we we'll it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, Faith, I know you're still breastfeeding Jack.
2: I am. I don't want to say it like um, that. I didn't mean, but like, yeah, you're just no, still- I did <laughs> No, I am, and that's like what's crazy is I've had so obviously Jack's my second, like I, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and she was way different. So when I breast, I breastfed her as well. Like I had some issues starting off because I was thinking, is like at that time, like I was nervous, I was doing everything wrong. Um, I had a really bad. Also, the preferences too is that there's a difference between a lactation consultant. Uh, and a lactation counselor or breastfeeding counselor it's just that that word of consultant and counselor consultants have many many more years of education uh, and counselors are kind of just take courses um for like non-emergency non-extremely medical just to kind of be there for like support and basic information kind of a thing so okay to kind of clarify that portion um but i had a consultant and a couple of them who were just awful like honestly and it just there was more so pointing fingers at what you were doing wrong as breastfeeding uh, rather than like how to help or like it was just more so like oh well you should know this like you're a mom like get it together kind of a thing and so it was really discouraging but then I ended up I didn't um I was like a stay-at-home mom at the time so because I had been laid off of my job and so I had the time to like do the research on my own and to kind of like produce that and focus on that because that was like my job right was only doing like taking care of the baby and like then you had obviously housework and things like that but like i didn't have to go to work at the time compared to like this baby with with this jack and she though mia um it was like almost exactly at one year she weaned herself off like we had introduced cow's milk and we would go back and forth, you know, like during the day she had her bottle. And then because I didn't produce a lot, even when I pumped. So like I hardly ever could pump because I would maybe produce an ounce per session. And so that's not nearly enough, especially once they get into like, you know, three months, six months and, you know, older, that's nothing, you know, I mean, a little bit because of the nutrients. But um. so by one year, she had weaned herself off. She was done. She didn't need me anymore. Um, and then we never really looked back. And then with Jack now though, you know, I've had a lot of struggles, not necessarily with the breastfeeding aspect, because I knew what questions to ask. Like I knew kind of what to look for because of already doing it before. But then I, that was also when I had realized like, I want to be a counselor because a lot of the issues are lack of information with people and lack of support, um, And so I just was like, well, this is what I want to do. So I was, you know, taking these courses at the same time that I was, you know, in the early stages of breastfeeding and then obviously having a baby during COVID was a pain in the ass. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) um, it really like worked out. So I had some of this information, but he now though, like, even when we've tried to kind of like back off a little bit, you know, like he goes to daycare, doesn't have any form of breast milk. Um, I don't do skin on skin contact with him during the day. So he'll go like, you know, the whole day without me. And then, but at nighttime he has to have it. If he's upset, you know, I, I try and tell him no, and he's like, mm-hmm, like, you're here. I'm taking advantage of this, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, and some people judge that because some people believe that like that's you know, like you just need to cut it off. Like I actually had um, one of the counselors I had seen. You know, she was like, "Well, you know, like it's just an addiction. Like you just need to cut it off and like quit cold turkey." And like, which is fine. Like I'm not judging her way about it or anything. Oh, yeah. You know, but like for me, no. Like <laughs> for me, knowing knowing him, you know, and like things like that, and seeing how it does mentally affect babies when you just do that and they're not ready. Like it's a struggle in itself. So. We've made it now. He's almost seventeen months, sixteen and a half months. Um, and he does drink regular milk, and he eats he eats plenty. Trust me, he eats a whole lot. Um, of <laughs> uh, regular food, but he still is very, very uh, clingy with the with the boob. So.
0: I just want to say really quickly. I want to applaud you because obviously, being your best friend, I've heard. Every single struggle that you've had to go through without getting into detail, because I'm not going to do that. um, Every single struggle you've had to go through since having him and being in the military. Um, And I think it's amazing to me that you are still capable and still and still willing to put yourself in the positions you've had to put yourself into in order just to be able to feed your baby. Um, It's it's. Um, motivational. It's inspirational. It's, it's incredible. Um, And I am very proud of you. I don't know if I tell you that enough, but I am very proud of you for, for sticking with it, sticking to your guns and continuing to, to breastfeed. Again, that's not to say that whatever choice any mom makes um, is wrong. I, I don't, I don't believe that at all, but you know, if you've been a mom and you've had to breastfeed and you haven't had a great journey, you know how hard it is to maintain that. And I would say of all the moms I know who have had, had a difficult breastfeeding journey, um, you win. (laughs) So I just think, and especially when it's outside circumstances that are, that are disrupting, um, that for you. So I just want to number one, like Bravo, because, again, like, I I really, being honest with you, I didn't think you would make it this far. I didn't even think you'd make it as far as you did with Mia, but you stuck to your guns, and you advocated for him, you advocated for yourself, you advocated for breastfeeding moms in the military and outside, um, and I think that's that's amazing. So I also do want to say that... I think what's what's as mom. So any mom listening to this podcast, I think what needs to happen and I am tired of saying this, but I'll say it again. What I think needs to happen is that we always need to, again, understand that a mom is going to do what a mom needs to do for their child. You don't know their child. Right. They know their child. So if a mom is doing something for their child, let them do that. If the child's not being harmed, like actually physically harmed, stay in your lane period. Mm -hmm. If you cannot praise a mom for breastfeeding, if you cannot praise a mom for formula feeding, if you cannot praise a mom for being a mom and doing the best thing for their kid, keep it to yourself. Like I, I, and I don't understand, especially with social media right now, this is my grinds my gears. I don't understand (laughs) why that's not universal because literally most females are mothers, right? You don't want to hear someone criticizing the way that you parent. Why do you think that they want to criticize, hear you criticize them or the way they parent? Even if you're not a mom, keep it, stay in your fucking lane. It's hard enough on its own
1: exactly without you know the birds chirping in the background Mm -hmm. like I like you said if if the baby is thriving if the baby's happy if the baby's fine the baby's not being harmed absolutely like just let the mom be a mom mm -hmm. in the way that she feels appropriate
0: yep one titty and all (laughs) (laughs) titty and all um all right well to lighten the mood just a little bit um, I know Alex has a super special treat for us.
1: I kind of just wanna Ew. end today's show on a, a quick random question. I've Uh-oh. been pondering this one for for a
2: minute. And I get to be involved in this one, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. This
1: is a group discussion.
2: Yes. Wait, let me mute her. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, ladies. If your genitals <laughs> could make one noise. To alert somebody that you are horny, what would that noise, what would that noise be? Like a mating call? It, your, your vag is talking to Andrew, looking him <laughs> dead in the eye, saying, what up, guy? What, what sound? What noise? Well, I want to say penguin. Go ahead, Faith.
2: I was going to say, your third eye moved from, like, your forehead down to your vagina. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to say a penguin, because Andrew really likes penguins, but I don't know that they make a sound. So, Oh my god, they do And it's the cutest thing ever What is it?
1: I don't know if I can mimic it But it's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's <is> disgusting <laughs> <laughs> It's like I got a toy lodged up in there like 10 years ago I'm imagining your vagina a tuxedo And it's really
0: cute <laughs> so.
2: It's got a bow tie <laughs> Oh shit uh, Probably
0: a dolphin What does what your v- Dolphin
1: sound like? <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: Andrew, are you turned on yet or what? He's like, all right, so here's the divorce paperwork. It's already signed. Just
2: telling to do. No, he's he's already ready in the next room. He's, he's already like, posted oh, pictures up. of like penguins everywhere. He's like, I'm ready. He's brought you a pebble because that's how like penguins yes, say they, love you yes, they yes, bring yeah. those pebbles. She's like, here's my pebble. Can I please have sex with your pebble though Oh my god. <laughs> What's interesting is I just
0: got a notification that he's home. No bullshit. here He heard me from across the oh. house. It's like, he said, Oh, I on hear my it. Way. Yeah, I, I hear it on my way. Faith, what would be yours?
2: You know, I don't know if I could follow that up. But I don't know. I, I mean, like, I just wanted like I feel like I can't take that seriously, right? Like I can't even be like, oh, you know what? That'd be so cool. If maybe it'd be like something like a slurping sound, you know? Like it's like <laughs> it's like like it's like a race, <laughs> like
0: a suction cup or something what's funny is that i've seen your husband do that <laughs>
2: i know i think maybe that's what's part of it is he's like oh my gosh i'm ready <laughs> if we're going with like animals like what would that be like an octopus or something like a, like a water animal oh, a suction. Suction cup? yeah <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> it changes colors to like want like Black, me, you made like, me ink. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, please. <laughs> romantic. Oh <Aww>. my god,
0: <laughs> I don't even want to know your out your socks. Would you get like 18% uh, vanilla on that? Oh, test uh, test? the BDSM test,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my you mine still would... have to take the full one.
1: <laughs> yes, this is true. Oh, uh, we, we need to add that to an upcoming segment. No, 100%. Um, yes. mine would be a, a trucker horn. <laughs> <laughs> Just loud and proud, <laughs> do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Joyride? No, no, it's like a creepy ass trucker movie, and he's always like candy cane like over this like the microphone. not saying you should watch it because it might not be interesting anymore, but you know, like in high school, you watch scary movies just for the fuck of it and it. I don't understand why to the day I did that, but like he would like stop this person, and he had a trucker horn, and then he, over the speakers, and he'd be like candy cane. Oh, uh, that, like, is it like one of the trucker <laughs> names? Pe- people have those, like rubber ducky.
1: This yeah, is that, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but it was like cane? a creepy. It's like a scary movie. Yeah, so he'd be like, he'd be like, you. I just imagine like this, like trucker horn, and then Andrew to you. Being That's like, your safe candy word. Candy cane. Candy cane. cane. <laughs> candy cane. <laughs> yeah.
0: Holy shit. That was a good question, Alex. That was a good one. Thanks. All right. Well, Faith, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, Faith. Thanks for phoning in. Absolutely. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you back um, in future episodes to share with us all of your knowledge, especially as you continue to explore your spirituality. I think that it's been an awesome journey to, to witness. Um, so that being said, guys, if you have (laughs) a DM, um, you know, dating story, uh, if you want to talk to us about dicks, nipples, (laughs) um, you can send them to us, um, at champagne tears, Pod at gmail.com, or um, you can DM them to us at champagne.tears.pod on Instagram. Um, Faith, did you have any names you want to drop? Um,
2: I guess again, it would just be like the lunar and lilac.com for that. Um, you can also go to my Instagram, which is the milk variety. Reach out if you have any kind of like questions in regards to breastfeeding. If you're interested in your spirituality, I have a friend who's a really good spiritual life coach, and it's the, her name is Coach Ellie. So I'll just send that information over to Taylor, and she can add that. All
0: right, sounds good, Alex. Did you want to drop any names today? No. <laughs> thanks
2: for he's like my own my own
0: i'm okay thank you <laughs> all right you guys um thank you for listening we will be back soon with a fresh new episode Bye. bye, bye.